What's up? It's Jason McLaren with this show is a disaster podcast. And today I'm talking about the news. And I was looking through emergency management, emergency preparedness news, and this article popped up. It says uh, Pennsylvania College expects surge in emergency management and homeland security field. This is a university business.com. Uh, it talks about how COVID-19 has kind of upended the norms for society. And they have a, prof- a it looks like a professor uh, from the university there. His name is uh, David Borkman. He's an instructor yeah, for emergency management and social science. Uh, he says, he tells his students that jobs will be a plenty as there is a lot of money thrust into healthcare, public health, emergency management, homeland security, and other critical infrastructure sectors and private sectors for consulting and preparedness. I partially agree with this. If you look at what happened after Ebola, uh, they thrust a bunch of money into the, into the healthcare. There's a bunch of grants that were released and hospitals, coalitions, uh, private sectors, they all started booming and, and hiring emergency management personnel, uh, even though they didn't have them before, or they uh, task new people with the roles. The problem is, as with a lot of things, after that three to five year mark, uh, it becomes less, quote unquote, sexy. And the money dries up and they start having to lay people off or trying to re- restructure things. Um, and I'll talk a little bit about healthcare and the, the general areas. I've never worked in the county or local government sectors for emergency management, so I can't speak much about them. Uh, but I, like I said, in the healthcare, yeah, we're going to see some influx of money in the healthcare systems, uh, but how long, right? Until, uh, especially election years coming up, or this is an election year, you know, the new administration, if we get a new administration, may not. Uh, want to fund that and they may want the healthcare systems to be on their own and that's not going to happen because a lot of these healthcare systems are already uh running on you know not necessarily shoestring budgets but they're not budgeting for emergency management because it is not a revenue generating area of the operation uh, so they're going to beg for as much money as they can and if they don't get it they're not going to fund it so public health is the same way they may get some money but they're not going to get enough. And then you're not going to get uh, as much infrastructure or staffing that you need there to make it a robust system. Um, I've seen, you see a lot of these public health agencies, they have a lot high turnover because the salary is low and there's not no upper mobility. And so they have high turnover. Well, then the program suffers because there's no continuity. And so there, there needs to be more thought put into these structures and systems and how they're being funded. Um, Homeland security, uh, you know, my background Homeland security is minimal, but I'm not sure why you would increase funding to Homeland security uh, for healthcare or public health related issues. Uh, Critical infrastructure and private sectors. uh, Once again, what's the critical infrastructure here for due to COVID? It's the healthcare system. That's a critical infrastructure. We're going to see funding there, but why would you invest in other structures? There's no no real reason there. And the private sector. The only reason to invest in the private sector for this is for continuity of the economic uh, the economy. 
like they're doing with the stimulus checks. That's boosting the economy. Um, but we'll have to see how it goes. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's Jason McLaren. That's all for today. This episode is brought to you by jasonmclaren.com. This is my firm founded by me, the Air Force veteran, offering an extensive range of emergency preparedness and safety experience and need-inspired solutions for healthcare, houses of worship, and education.